Welcome to the Embrace Your Life podcast season two, the place to be to live authentically by simply embracing your life with your hosts, Kayla and Annie. Hi, everyone, and welcome to our final episode of season two. I am very excited to be here with Annie and we'll be sharing on how to live your most authentic life. So today we really want to talk about how to do it full circle, speaking back a bit about what we shared previously in the episode, uh, takeaways, experiences, and really kind of give you that extra step that you need to really fully go on and embrace your full potential and life. So yeah, we're here. We're just going to share whatever comes and flows and hopefully you gain something from today. Yeah. Or no. we'll gain something. Yeah, <laughs> of course. We always do. And I love it. It's been such a beautiful experience um, to kind of breathe in the consideration or awareness of being authentic. And what does that mean to myself? You know, and mm-hmm. what does that mean uniquely to you? And to all those listeners out there and how that feels to them. And, you know, it's, it's, it's not, it's not something that's talked about. It's definitely a little bit more out there uh, than before. It's a conversation that's more open. That's more, that's happening a lot more, obviously, uh, in our surroundings, in our small circles, in a community on a larger scale, even within organizations. Now it's beautiful when people share stories and how uh, their employer are opening Pandora's box of authentic and being you and shining through and, um, but allowing to do that. And obviously we're having conversations before this, uh, right before the recording, it's also about letting go, letting mm. go, letting go of the old. So the new has room to grow. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. Yeah. I, I won't lie. I was heartbroken a bit to have to let go of this podcast, at least for now and take a break or pause. Like I should say, um, as this is our last episode being recorded for season two, but I firmly believe that by doing this, uh, something else will come out and maybe something bigger or better um, will arise from all of this experience, right? So letting go is the the piece that needs to happen for the next step to be unlocked. Yeah. And I was so like, I mean, I've gone through and as you're aware about this career shift happening right now, you know, and, and for you, even where you are with school and um, side career gigs, like we are feeling that we're not exactly where we would desire to be, but the universe mm. has a plan. And I think if we allow ourselves to align with that plan versus forcing the plan or mm-hmm. not allowing it at all. Uh, and I mean, for me to be able to shift from, you know, this temporary cause in her experience. And I kept saying it was just so temporary for me and I wanted it to end sooner than later, but there was a timing and a plan and then being able to be offered an opportunity within my community, which I'm going to build relationship, you know, get more involved, get connected at a whole other level. Um, mm-hmm. And even through the, even the hiring process, like it was about, you know, virtual interviews. This is the world that we live into as well. But the whole t- way through, I was my authentic self in the best way I knew to be in that time. And I'm like, I can only do me and be me. And mm-hmm. if that's the fit, I and mean, if it's meant to be, it will align. And it did. It allowed mm-hmm. me, but I also had to learn to let go and detach because I was super um, energetically ingrained in this call center experience of the traumas of people and their needs and where what they were asking for every day. And I had to learn. I was told you need to shut those doors and cut those cords after every call, 
after every shift and I wasn't doing it. And I got so intertwined in that experience that I mm-hmm. brought almost a similar experience into my life. Like that's drastic. Mm-hmm. Like I can, I didn't see it at the time. I'm still here healing from that traumatic experience. Um, but it's that energetic connection. And if you don't learn to let go, cause we'll bring that on, we'll make it ours. And it's mm-hmm. not yours to carry. You have to carry you. It, carrying you is already enough. It's more than plenty, but it's also when you don't know what that is, you know, cause we haven't mm-hmm. been taught to understand what is me? What is my authentic mm-hmm. self? What does that feel like? And am I carrying it all? And is it even all mine? And I think it's by having those moments of awareness of realizing, yes, I need to also thrive. I need to find my way. I need to fall and get back up. I need to learn lessons because they keep coming up. But within all that, I think we automatically make other people's experience around their emotions, their energy. And it's about they are not mine. It's learning to detach, to let it go and Mm -hmm. to find yourself through that process and see how you can shine and make your way into this journey you like to call life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well said. And really, it's all a process, right? There's no set of rules that is like step one, step two. It's a process. So each individual will have its own path, its own journey, as we refer to commonly. But it's following what suits best for you. So whatever I'm going through or what I'm experiencing is not what Annie's going through and experiencing, but we have each our own kind of lessons to learn in order to achieve that kind of next level uh, that we're referring to as like your next best step towards a better version of yourself. So, you know, living authentically, as you said, shining through your own essence is really by being you and whatever, that energy vibrates inside of you. That's what you'll attract, right? So whether it's positive or negative, if you keep thinking that, oh my God, the world's negative, that's what you'll consume. That's what you'll be exposed to. That's what your life will kind of a magnet, right? You'll be um, attracting those experiences, whether positive or negative. So really when you're authentic uh, in itself, whether it's through your thoughts, your belief, you vibrate at a certain frequency that will attract those experiences, whether you're conscious about it or not. And something that you touch key there is that, you know, you, I don't know if I can use the word manifest here, but you manifested something in your own life based on an experience that you weren't necessarily processing. And then it created as a result of that a misfortune experience in your yeah. life. So, you know, you, we need to really, really be conscious that in order to live our most, you know, best life, we need to regulate ourselves and train ourselves to the point where when certain experiences or challenges or anything comes in your life, that you will be prepared for those moments. And Annie and I were talking about that before uh, hopping here today about, you know, maybe we don't think about it on a daily basis, of course, but every experience that we have are preparing us for the next step, Mm -hmm. the next level. Always. And we need to start sharpening our own tools. And our own tools, I'm referring to ourselves, our emotion, our thoughts, our belief on how we react or respond or versus response, Um, how we interpret 
the world and how we see expense uh not expenses but uh um you know what came up for me how we embody the the embodiment of mm. the experience Mm-hmm. That spoke to me. I don't know if that speaks to you, but the embodiment and all that you were saying and providing there, the embodiment of the experience every time, mm-hmm. at every moment, on every level, it is felt energetically, physically, emotionally, mentally. And like you said, how are we processing this? What are we doing? Yeah. With it? The frequency that allows to resonate from within us and from ex- outside of us and what it brings and how we embrace and how we take it in and how we also let it go. Absolutely. It's all about processing. Like I I like your analogy that you gave before as a reference. It's like food. So when we eat, you know, we eat, we chew, we swallow, we absorb it, we take whatever is needed and release the rest. And it's the same thing with every experience in our life. Yes. It's like, something's going to happen and then either you're going to react or respond. Hopefully you're going to respond in a positive manner or train yourself to respond in positive manner. But sometimes we're caught up in our own emotion Mm -hmm. and we want to be like, we're high on our own emotion. You know, it's an addiction sometimes uh, when you want to feel angry and it's like, you're staying in that vibration for too long. It becomes an addiction, Mm -hmm. right? Like, frustrations anger um jealousy all of these yeah i went through that for this last traumatic experience i had i was embodying and made actually i realized because i pulled myself cards also as well Mm -hmm. and it kept coming up are you holding on to an addiction and i was like oh you tend to Mm -hmm. think about those more physical addictions and i'm like you just woke woke something up for me and i'm like i was holding on i was addicted to this trauma where i was engulfed Mm -hmm. in a not a good vibe, not a good place. Mm-hmm. I became addicted to it. I really was. Mm-hmm. It's like all I knew. And after our last conversation and the podcast recording last Friday, and I had this like resonance of energy and ringing in my ear. And I, we didn't get to talk about that. But that Friday evening, as I took time to write summaries for the podcast of other previous recordings, something had shifted and I couldn't quite explain mm-hmm. it. And the more I allowed myself to sit within it and flow and, you know, because I like to process and learn, understand, heal, grow, move forward. I realized that something had released an, an addiction of an emotion that I was actually had held on to like leash. You know, I was holding on so mm-hmm. tightly to this trauma and everything that was like not nurturing that came with until I was ready to learn and let go had been released. And I physically, I guess I like to explain physically, but also energetically, emotionally, psychologically, something had shifted and I couldn't explain it. And it's like I had released the addiction of that emotional Mm. experience after, I don't know, two weeks. I've lost track of time, maybe three. It had shifted because I felt like something was missing because I didn't feel the same feeling. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't quite put myself where I thought I needed to be because I was moving to something new. I had let go. There we go. I had let go. I had finally had my lessons and I had finally shifted and it was time for me to do so. And I had let go of this old stagnation or addiction mm-hmm. emotionally, psychologically, that I was spiritually, that I was holding on to, to mm-hmm. make for new. And the new was so un- not unknown that I felt displaced. Mm-hmm. I felt like, what is this? Because this, I don't understand. I was living in this addiction of emotion for three weeks. Yeah. And commonly, that's what happens, right? If you think about our, our life experience so far, we tend to fall back on what we know. And we tend to not want to expend too much into the uncomfort zone because why would I do that to myself, right? 
But the reality is that you're only going to experience real growth and achieve that kind of next level for yourself if you step that kind of over the line and allow yourself to experience the uncomfort. All experiences will not match 100% your vision of what should be, right? I've been experiencing something recently where, you know, I have high expectation in general and maybe I disappoint myself a lot because of that, where I expect so much from myself that as a result, I'm expecting the world to resonate and vibrate or deliver the same. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not like that, right? So as we're talking this through now, I'm realizing that a lot of the time, you know, it's a mirror. So the world's reflecting how we're feeling or how we interpretate or our belief. Like, you know, you can you can seek it's kind of this um probably experienced this before, but like my partner was buying a, a, a white car and before he bought the car, we were like just seeing all the white cars everywhere. Right. And when you know when you're focused on something so much, you will find evidence that will support that. Right? And it's your brain. I mean it's not um it's an actual thing. I know, right? but it, it's how it works. This is a perfect, simple experience. And you said it because you were focused on yeah. this white car. It's actually all you would see. So we actually yeah. decide what we choose to see. Yeah. And the same applies with emotion. So if you are like, want to be angry or you want to be frustrated all the time, you can find a lot, a lot of things to be frustrated about, or you can find a lot of things to be angry at. But the thing is, the more you live in that constant space of like wanting to just be more angry and angry, that is actually pulling you away from who you should truly be. Because it's all you're going to see. Yeah. Like the white car. Yeah. Wow. We're just having a moment here, I think. Deep <laughs> <laughs> conversations. But you said it, like, I just love the analogy because it is the truth. And I was so engulfed in this idea of trauma and what I was in and my ego got bruised and all those beautiful things. It was obviously an energetic lesson experience there to be lived. But that when it got detached, Kayla, it was the weirdest thing that I actually did not. It's like I didn't, I guess to make it simple, I didn't know who I was. And I was like, what just happened there? You know, you totally took something. It's like I've been wearing the same sweater for 10 days and you get used to this comfort. And then I need to take off the sweater. And I felt like so naked Mm -hmm. because the blouse is very thin and no longer the same comfort. And I feel very raw and maybe vulnerable or Mm -hmm. it was like an unknown. And the unknown is fearful because we're not used to the unknown. It's easy to stay in our comfort zone. Hence why we stay in those comfort zones that they're emotional, psychological, physical, whatever it is, because it's easier because it's like I've already gone through so much and this is where I am. Why would I walk away? Right. So here's the thing that comes to mind. I, I just want to share my vision that like as you were talking about having this, you're already going to go through a lot, but just choose what kind of a lot you want, whether it's positive mm. or negative. Well said. Right. You're already going to go through hardships and struggles on either side of this, like on either side. So if you choose to want to grow and live that authentic life, you're going to have some struggles you're gonna have challenges time you're gonna have to you know train just like going to the gym i just saw annie like do something with her arm and she inspired (laughs) me to say this but 
it's like going to the gym and training your muscle. Like if you want to be fit, you're going to have to go. You, you don't go to the gym once and you're like fit for life. It's even though there's a gym called that, which is awesome, but that's not how it works. You need to go every day and train little by little. And the compounding effect mm. will give you the result that you're looking for. Now, the thing is, the minute you stop doing that, you're going to fall back into your old habits. Everybody knows that anybody who doesn't go to the gym anymore after a certain period of time, you know, or doesn't even plug in activities or physical activity in their calendar, they tend to fall back in bad habits. Yeah, you know, maybe eating, watching TV. Everybody knows how Netflix is popular nowadays and binge watching is a new thing. Um got very popular during the pandemic. But anyway, uh, that being said, like anything in life, you need to keep a momentum. You need to put those little habits in that will bring you the success or the result that you're aiming for. So if your intention is to really live a life that is full and real and authentic, really, you can plug that in mm -hmm. in your daily life. It does not have to be dramatic. It just has to be little by little, as opposed to not doing anything at all, not taking action and just complaining about it, right? Mm. I love what you said, and that really spoke, and I had to write it down. Choose your a lot in brackets. Mm. You have the choice to choose your a lot, your how much, your how mm -hmm. often, your how many, like choose your kind of a lot, how a lot you want it to be. The a lot, going to the gym a lot, the impact that you'll see. You're a lot choosing to be grumpy and live in that bitterness and how a lot you want to go there. Yeah, because it's a choice, right? Always, we have the choice all the time. I mean, yes, life happens. and But in the end, everything we do, we make a choice to choose to brush my teeth it's a choice mm. I don't have to and I make a choice when I do it in that moment I made that choice mm -hmm. you know what I mean like just simple things but we mm -hmm. don't see all those choices I have an impact the fact that I brush my teeth the night before versus the next morning probably has a whole impact on my teeth healthcare you know mm -hmm. from the whole day of eating and whatever that may be but I think and I wrote those words earlier and it's things that we've mentioned also in the past and it's about I guess finding the balance within all of it But for me, it's even bigger than that. Finding the harmony and thriving for the balance. The harmony mm -hmm. and the balance of the chaos. Because life mm -hmm. just happens. We we can't, and you, you used a good analogy earlier before we were recording, and you said about, um, you must unlock the code to make it to the next level. I love that. Mm -hmm. And I often say, you can read a book, and if you start at chapter three or five, you're going to miss the whole foundation of the understanding of the story. And that's why often in life, even though we try to, some people th thrive at it and somehow manage maybe, I don't know, it's their life lessons. But you usually can't make it to chapter three or five or 10 unless you've read chapters before that, because the story won't make sense and you'll struggle through it. Hence why life brings us lessons that somehow we've signed up for before becoming. And I strongly believe that I'm going to come on earth. I'm going to have those friends. I'm going to meet those people. So I'm going to go through this trauma. And we have free will. Free will allows us to, you know, we're getting a whole kind of conversation of parallel universe. The fact that I've chosen to turn left versus right changes mm -hmm. my whole pathway because turning left could have created something else. I would have attained, I would have ended up to a whole other destination than going right. 
So if I would like, I'm creating my life into this universe at that time that if I go left, I would have lived something else, but I went right. So I, I made that choice. We have that choice, that choice of a lot, that choice of where am I going? Where am I turning? Where am I not going at all? Where am I being? The choice. There's an actually a new movie. I can't, it's something about like the past, the present and the future that just got recently released. I went to watch it to the theater, but if you, anyway, Here's a challenge. Try to figure the movie on your own. But anyway, the, <laughs> the movie was really about, I, I think it's something like everything, everywhere, all at once. I think that's the movie. Mm. And it was really about like a woman um, experience like different outcome or different like metaverse stuff uh, while she was doing her income and like seeing what could have been or what could be if she chose to make a certain decision so anyway it makes you think it's a kind of a comedy it's a it's a sort of i don't know if it's marvel or something i'm not like into that stuff but somebody recommended it to me i got hype about it we went to watch it and then all of that to say that all while she was like doing simple regular stuff like daily stuff that we need to do um she was experienced like this other level of like what could be if I made this decision or if I go on this path, what could happen? And it's like all these weird things that happens. But anyway, long story short, it boils down to always making a choice. And based on those choices, you know, we know that some are more positive than negative. And I don't want to say that they're bad or good, but and some, some will have... And some are more risky. Yeah, and some will just bring you like a more positive effect than a negative one. Let's, I'll give you two simple example and you'll probably be like, oh yeah, I, I know what you're saying. Simple as eating a cheeseburger from McDonald's or having a healthy like salad. And I put the word healthy in there because we all know that these two options, right? It's a choice. You can eat a hamburger greasy from McDonald's or you can have a healthy salad, fresh maybe from the market that you made yourself at home. Um, there's a there's going to be like a result or a direct impact or effect mm -hmm. on your life yeah. based on your choices. Yeah. The outcome will be different. It's still a choice. It's still two types of food that you can it, like I like eat, but we know that like the effect of it won't be the same. Mm -hmm. So the same applies on a bigger scale in life when you choose to either you know react or respond negatively. To situation versus internalize the experience deal with your own emotion and then process it mm. rather than reacting on the spot and saying things that sometimes we regret right mm. sometimes we don't think we act out of stress or nervousness or anxiety and we don't want to regret life nobody wants to you know end their life regretting something so If you can avoid those things, as we were talking before, when you're training, you can start like internalizing hypothetical situation that might happen if you were to do a certain thing, kind of visualize what would be the outcome and choose if that's the path that you want. Mm, make the best decisions for yourself. You know, truly, you know, yeah, sometimes we just act for acting. We don't process, we don't process, we don't think through. Uh, like you said, mm -hmm. we, all, we react, we don't respond. Um, but it's important to allow also that to see that no matter what, in the end, there's always going to be an outcome. Sometimes it might not be what you had hoped for, but as they often say, it's actually going to be better. 
making mm-hmm. it be better. And I think at one point I was really controlling the outcome of the idea of how I felt and thought my coaching business should have taken off. And I had so many walls and I realized I was controlling the whole thing out. I was controlling the full outcome. Yes, I had an idea and I'm not saying it could, it could have happened, but I had lessons to learn. I had my mm-hmm. own struggles of showing up. I had my own boundaries and limitations that I've, I had actually had, had to learn at that time. And I completely mm-hmm. let it all go. And I strongly believe to this day that it will still come back in its own way, but probably more beautiful than I thought it could have been. Mm. It's timing for everything. But- yeah. And it's that like the law of cause and effect, right? Mm. So anything that you put out there has a direct effect on how it's going to show up in the world yeah. uh, or in your life. So as you mentioned, you know, you were trying to kind of, control is a good word but control the outcome so bad that you know there there was another plan for you yeah and when you started to be more in flow and in sync with that things started to kind of fall apart and I put quotation mark here they fell apart because that was never to begin with yours or it was never supposed to go in that direction but again when you let go that's the process that allowed you to open space for what needs to be yeah and what needs to come into your life and your existence and your experience so it's wonderful to see how all of this like all connects to each other in a way because yeah we think that you know every day we just live our life the alarm goes on you have to eat you have to be a certain place for a certain time like that's life that's okay but there's more to it and you can choose to experience life on a whole other level if you really, really want to be um, true to yourself mm. and live that best, most authentic life, right? You can choose to not necessarily react to everything, yeah. but just kind of be in flow with everything. Of allowing it to let it happen, process when there's a need and a time and there's a reason. And then just see, I mean, I just kind of had a, a moment of, the struggle that I was having and kind of kicking this off. And that was just like, we're talking last fall ish about, you know, showing up as this empowerment coach or however you want to identify it, you know, and providing. And I believe that still will come around and it is slowly kind of building itself in its own way through even all those podcast experiences we've been having together. It's been amazing kind of reopening that way. Cause I had to shut myself down of rediscovering and how I speak and how I show up. Cause I had an expectation that was built that I thought society I had to oblige. And I think that's where I struggled a lot. And that was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, because I was trying to make the mold fit in what society said it would, but deep down, I knew that was in the way and I struggled and I've said it before and I still believe it. Not that I always see it that way. I'm not perfect. I am human, <laughs> but, mm-hmm. um, life is very simple. We make it complicated. And because I was mm-hmm. actually struggling in that process, it was not meant to develop as it could have, because I was also controlling how I wanted to be at that time. Was I realized mm-hmm. life is very simple. And when you hit a lot of walls, I mean, some are learning lessons for growth, though. There are the opportunities to see how you will overcome this initiative to make it to the next step. And that was that, too, at the time, at the same time, just not into that direction at that time, though, um, mm-hmm. because things as simple as it was when I bought, uh, you know, the Jeep that I own that I now own, it's paid off. Love my secondhand Jeep. It's my baby makes me make keeps keeps me happy when I drive. It's just this high of life. It's not because it's a Jeep. It's what how I feel in that experience in that moment for me. Um, I've been wanting one for a while. A lot of that happened. My parents have passed away. My mom just died. She had died. She had left me her car. I also owned my dad's car. And I was like, why am I given all those cars? <laughs> I'm not a mechanic. Mm-hmm. My brother's a mechanic. But there was a reason of opportunity and allowing Annie to be given a tool of happiness. I, it actually helped me realize that life can be colorful again. The Jeep is just... Mm-hmm 
deep, intense blue. You can't miss it when you see it. And it made me realize when I was driving it of this fulfillment. I've forgotten what joy felt like, what being bringing color, bringing joy is bringing color to your life. And this big, bright blue four-wheel thing brings color and joy to my life when I'm in it, even if I'm all alone. But even the process was had to be simple because I said, my mom just died. My dad's gone. I'm considering selling that. My dad's Highlander in my mom's car, which I was attached to my dad's Highlander. It was a car, but it was an emotional attachment. It represented mm-hmm. him to me because he lived in that car, right? In so many ways. And when the process came through, I just said to universe, I was like, this needs to be the most seamless transaction or else I do not want it. I will keep my dad's car. I'll do the fixing that I need to do and I'll invest and keep it for another two years. To be honest, because I allowed it to be what it could have been, it was the most simplest process, full on pandemic, guys, 2020, April, Mm. right in the deep nitty gritty where people don't see each other. Everything is shut down. It was the most seamless transaction of my life from five days over a weekend my car was exchanged sold the other one was bought the documents were signed and I just drove away and I was like this is it whoa but because it's simple if we allow it yeah there's there's some thinking I had to go online see if there was a jeep in my budget in the year for what Mm -hmm. I desired like I had there were some steps you had to take action (laughs) yeah it didn't just happen show up in my driveway but I also envisioned it after I tested test drove it Mm -hmm. I sat in the front steps of the house we used to live in and the Highlander was parked in the driveway and it's the weirdest thing all I could see was that blue jeep parked there visually visually it's all I could see but I was also mm-hmm. like, if this is meant to be, am I going to get approved? What's my credit score? I don't usually look into that stuff a whole lot, you know? <laughs> and it was the most seamless transaction. I just talked to just about someone the other day and realized mm-hmm. it wasn't as seamless as a simple in the fall when I was trying to create something and control it in my own way. And the struggles were mm-hmm. intense, but they were all learning lessons. But mm-hmm. you're trying to make something happen. Annie does not align for you right now. There's another mm-hmm. way and we'll we'll allow that to come through when it when you're ready, when it's time, when you've learned all those other lessons to take you there again. You know, mm-hmm. like the Jeep was meant to happen at that time. Maybe if I would have tried a year sooner, I would have failed. It would have not happened. It would yep. have not succeeded. It's not the time. You know? Yeah. Everything has its timing for sure. A hundred percent. I believe that. And also, like you said, it was very effortless. Like it happened because you were in flow. It was meant to be. But also because you allowed it. That's the key there. You allowed it to flow, you know? And if you're not open to receiving, that's the issue that commonly happens is, you know, the universe wants to provide for us. All Call it God, universe. It always wants to provide, <laughs> right? Yeah. But oftentimes, Annie and I had a lot of conversation about finances before. And just to make it like the tip of the iceberg of our conversation, essentially, a lot of the time, we weren't allowing ourselves to receive what we were worth because we didn't believe that we were worthy. So we were not allowing it. We were blocking it off. Literally. We were doing that on purpose. Like we were refusing money and opportunities and cash. (laughs) And, (laughs) but it's not all about the money. My, my point here is that oftentimes as humans, we are taught sadly to not believe in ourselves and to not believe that we are worthy of deserving on the even slight stuff that is crucial to our existence, love. At the basic level, we spoke about this before, but at the basic level, nothing physical, um, but really love. We're not taught how to be love on how to accept ourselves to love ourselves, right? So if, if anything, if you can start really looking at all these things that we shared previously on 
all the episodes that we've talked so far here on the season um, and also really start applying these little changes and allowing yourself um, space to receive, receive love, receive gifts, receive whatever floats your boat. Opportunities. Yeah. The next thing. Yeah. It comes down to love. Yeah. It boils down to love. Love is everything. So yeah. Is there anything else we didn't cover? Like I I don't don't, know. You know, we can always (laughs) skip. There's so much thing we, we would love to really share with everyone. And I think it's fair to say that you will discover in your own timing what is needed for your own journey mm-hmm. once you start experiencing life, um, your maybe way. your life 2.0. Yeah, yeah, your way, you know. But just start small and start by allowing yourself to flow rather than controlling as our previous parts of ourselves used to do a lot. And um, yeah. It's like by reading, the, again, my analogy with the book, you know, start by opening that first chapter, reading mm-hmm. the first word making it to the first line where there's a period and then to the first chapter or the first paragraph, I should say that leads mm-hmm. to the next one to the next one. And then, cause yeah, yeah. You can start midway. We well, can do whatever you want, but baby steps. But you can't cheat life. Life will come back and just like give you those lessons again and again until you learn them. So even if you want to cheat this one, uh, yeah. sorry, it's not college or university or skip high school. <laughs> nah, you can't, not on this one, not happening. There's not a book up for it. It's not laid out so obviously, but there's yeah. levels of opportunities, of experiences, of learning. Mm-hmm. Again, it's like one step at a time. You can take big yeah. steps. And when those steps come, jump. Oh my God, because they're mm-hmm. so obvious and you just go right in. And then with that will come other little little learning lessons along the way of growth and expansion and of awareness and discovery of your true soul and who you are and how you feel and what you want to become and what it represents for you. And what are you here Absolutely. to do? What are you here to give to yourself mm-hmm. and others combined? Because I learned a hard thing yeah. that you need to give to yourself first. And the more that you do, the more you can give tenfold to the rest of the world and everybody you encounter every day, even if it's for a second. Absolutely. So go on to the world, be you, be your true self, live your most authentic life. And within that, you will have the most, hopefully, wonderful experience that you can experience and have that ripple effect on the world and the people you love around you. So hopefully you gain something or, you know, connected with something that we had to share in this season. And again, there's so much more we could share, but I think this will be your your adventure to um, see what unfolds for you and see what comes next and really embrace every step of the journey. So we wish you all the best and we are really, really blessed that you took the time to stick around and learn uh, through our hardships and stories and really embracing this journey with us. So thanks again for being here. Thank you. If you like this episode, make sure to subscribe and share it with your friends and family. Also, head on over to our website, embraceyourlifepodcast.com, to learn more how you can live your most authentic life. Thanks for listening, and until next time, remember to embrace your life. <laughs>